This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a post-show, post-Super Bowl, post-NFL season podcast that will probably have nothing to do with any of the above. What's up, Al? We don't know that, Jerry. I don't know that. Uh, I got to say, there's very little chance I'm getting on an airplane and sitting in coach anymore. I just, I can't do it. It's tough, isn't it, after you fly first class? Well, it's not even after you fly first class. It's ever. Like, it just, there's no room. No, not unless you're with people... You are with or like right. me with thin people. Yes. Like if I was there with, you know, Gina next to me instead of a guy I never for didn't sure. know. Yeah. But there's no room. Mm-mm. It's and very tight. Especially for like the longer flights. I guess like if you're going to Florida. You can do anything for two hours. Arizona? Are you kidding me? That was five hours. And we didn't deal with it because of first class. That was five hours and 15 minutes. Right. Coming back, it was even a little, it was shorter, I guess, yeah. because of the winds or mm-hmm. whatever the hell yeah, that the jet is. Stream. And I, I, you know, I got... I upgraded myself to the best seat in economy. It was the front row, extra leg room. There's, there's still no room. No, I know. I'm aware. The seats suck. Your My butt bone was just right there on the seat. And I then couldn't compa- get comfortable. And compare it with the flight down there. Yeah. Which was an absolute pleasure. It was a pleasure. It was like you had your own pod. You could lie the seat flat. Yeah. I mean, this is, anybody that's flown first class knows this. We're yeah. not breaking anything, any new ground. Yeah, it just was like I, I decided that's how I'm going to choose vacations now. Destinations where I can reasonably go in first class. That's it. The pr- yes, the problem with that is I don't know that you will know the price of the first class upgrade when you book. No, but can't you buy you, a first class ticket first? You can, but most first class tickets when you buy them as first class yeah. tickets, two grand. Oh. The, the upgrades so are the, when those seats aren't sold. Oh, okay. They will lower the price because you're already paid. Right, I so, was wondering that because I was like, when is the right time to try to buy a first-class ticket? If I want to go somewhere in August and I go to buy a first-class ticket now, is that going to be through the roof? I, I, you know, I don't know. I, maybe I'm wrong on that. I think it is. I like, think I would it rather is. fly first-class and stay in a crappier hotel. Yeah, well, I would. Not. I like the nice hotel that's because true, that's Jerry. where you're spending the majority getting, of your time. I'm getting I, bougie. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm getting bougie in my old age. Well, but you know what? You're 53. You're not 33 anymore. Yeah, I don't want to stuff myself. It's about myself. time. So, all right, give me. How about this? I will do New York to Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Let's do March. I don't okay. want to. I don't want to do that. Will not be comparable if I do July. Because July, it's hot okay. as balls, and I don't know that. Do that, March, Jerry. Tell me about a first class ticket. So I'm, and, I, and I'll do the same thing too. We went on a Sunday, right? Yeah. So I'll do March 26th and coming back on Friday, the 31st. 
All right, and yep. I'm going to do a first-class ticket for you. Yes, All yes, right? sir, Jerry. And it's got to be do. nonstop. Yep. Okay, and we agree on that. We sure do. As this will load up, my guess is this going to be is going to be north of seventeen or eighteen hundred dollars. Damn, I don't know that. I'm just telling you. All right, eh. oh. <laughs> yeah, three thousand one hundred twenty-six dollars. <laughs> See, but now, like you're saying, same flight too, seven a.m. So I have to buy a regular seat and then hope the upgrade's available. And if there's not, I'm screwed. Uh, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I I mean that's unfortunate. And they're all and looking at them, no matter what time you fly on that day, eleven a seven a.m. eleven a.m. four forty nine in the afternoon. Uh, they're all the same price. The only break you get is on the seven thirty p.m. flight, which is two thousand dollars first class. That's eleven hundred dollars you're saving. But, and that's the one we did when I went there in July. I did the 7 p.m. flight that we landed yeah. at like 10 o'clock in the evening because it made sense. And that was where I upgraded to first class, too. Um, and that, that made sense to me. But it's, yeah, dude, it's, it's rough, expensive. Jerry. It really is. I know. Is. I, just, I, I just hated being in that airplane on the ride, ride back. I'm, I, I got you. I know. I know. It really, who you're sitting with makes all the difference in the world. That's why for me, like I said on the warm-up show, which you will hear soon, um, it was a pleasure having a woman who was petite and asleep and did not budge. And it was it was really it was a great flight. I had I was in the middle of two dudes. They were not heavy you dudes. You had to sit in the middle. Like that's all that was available. When I when I decided oh. to actually pick my seats, I didn't realize I could have done it earlier. Oh dude. Stuck in the middle. They weren't heavy guys. No. By but, any means, but then, nah, you're like, in the middle. They're it eating sucks. something. It's disgusting. Yeah. I've got. I'm trying to watch a movie. Maybe they're judging me based on what they. I wanted to watch 90 Day Fiance, which <laughs> I had downloaded, but I felt like a total loser because I was like, these guys are going to look over and be like, "What are you watching?" Correct. <laughs> Same way I say that to you. Yeah. So then I ended up just like reading because <laughs> I don't want to be judged by my program. You were shamed in the reading, <laughs> and then I kept trying to eyeball what they were watching. Yeah. Like, I was like, what movies is this guy watching? One guy was watching UFC. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, where we go to, like, live in <laughs> India. That is so funny. But you're right with the eating. Because they're, like, you know, 20 inches away from you. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. It, yes, it is. It's gross. I agree. Actually, I do know what I watched on uh, on the plane ride back. See if this is something you'd be interested in. I don't think it is. But Maybe. I watched a documentary. Nice. Ab- good so far. About there's a there's a singer, poet, songwriter named Leonard Cohen. Yeah, I yeah. He's passed, but yes, he Yes, I know the name. Okay, so he had a song called Hallelujah. Okay. That you know from other people recording it. So it was a it was a documentary about him and in particular this song and how long it took him to write it, how many verses he wrote for it, how it didn't get put out how somebody else recorded it, how somebody else saw somebody else performing it, how then it ended up in Shrek, how then it ended up being played on American Idol a billion times. It was just interesting to see the way, like, how a, a guy's creative song yeah. sat dormant for so many years. And then and exploded. Then it exploded everywhere. It was yeah. kind of cool. That is neat. Yeah. yeah. I would be interested in that. And then I had to go home and learn it on the piano because that's all I was doing all day. That's oh. all. Oh, then I got obsessed with this. This is what happens. I find the song. I get obsessed with the and song. And you're locked in. I'm locked in. I learn it on the piano. Then I completely and that's it. drop it. It's like once you accomplish it, you're done. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got That's you. pretty much what it is. But it was really cool. I was like investigating the lyrics. They're very biblical, sexual, sexual and biblical. Some say it's a sexual reference. Others say it's a reference to the Bible. Like, it's really cool. It's really cool. You know probably the Jeff Buckley version. Maybe. I don't know. Top of my head, I don't know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what it sounds like in church. Yeah, so it was cool. So if uh, if, if that's the sort of thing you like, it's called uh, Leonard Cohen, uh, A Song, A Life, Hallelujah, something like that. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised this is not getting more uh, publicity and play. You know What's how that? there was that balloon, what that that Chinese spy balloon that we... Yes. That, there, there's uh, been a few of them now, apparently. Right. So yeah. this is what I'm saying. So we shot down the Chinese spy balloon. In the past... In less than one, in in just more than one week's time, so like eight days, we have shot down four. Mm-hmm. They're not calling them Chinese spy balloons. Now they're not calling them. Now Chinese. they're just calling them balloons. No, they're not using the term balloon. These are not balloons. Objects. Objects. Okay. What are they? I don't know. I I actually saw the story about a half hour ago. I didn't get a chance to read it. I've read a bunch of them. The, the, it's it. very vague. Our government has. Admitted we shot these down. Yes. Objects. They're specifically saying they're not calling them balloons because they're not balloons. This other one was a balloon. These are not not. balloons. Okay. So what are they? Oh, they're clearly aliens. Well, I'm just saying, what are they? Where are they from? What are they? When are they going to tell us? I have no idea. And you're right. It's not a big story. Right? It's a story. If you go looking for it. It's not a big story. I had actually seen the write-up from Barstool. This this has not been breaking news. Right. and, And you've always said, like... If so-and-so is happening, shouldn't that be on the front page? Yes. If it shouldn't was re- this be on the front page? You would think, unless they know what it is and it has something to do with China or with China. <laughs> if it has something China. to do with China <laughs> or with Iran or something like that. I'm very, Right now, the world is so unstable yeah. that you almost wonder, at least I do, because China's response to shooting down the one balloon was pretty strong. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it was pretty Now they're saying they've shot down four of ours. Okay, I don't – maybe they did, maybe they don't. I have no idea. But my my thinking when I saw – and I, only, I pulled an owl. I only saw the first few lines because um, I had to get ready for the 930. My thinking was that we're trying not to piss off China by labeling it as such. I don't know, though. Maybe they're aliens. I have no idea. Because in one of the um, – Maybe it's art- Russia. Right. One of the articles I was reading, China said – those other things you shot down are not ours. So yeah. I don't know what you're shooting down, but it's not ours. Maybe and one of them China. was like up near the Canadian border. I, I originally yeah, I saw, saw that. that the I thought Canada shot it down, but it was but America. It was yeah. No, the more I read into uh, world affairs right now, it, yeah. I, it freaks me out. Because then you want to talk about hypersonic missiles that China actually has developed. I mean, you're talking about being able to get here and not long. Yeah. And not even being able to trace them. Like I, I know sometimes it's good, like you say, like... To be ignorant of what's going ignorant, on in the world? Ignorance is bliss Yeah, sometimes. And other times, like, I want to know what they shot down. When are they going to give it? Because they could easily go, well, we can't give you, we can't release that information because it'd be too uh, sensitive, right? Yeah. For one of these other. But what if it's not from one of these other countries and it's just some bizarre yeah. thing or a drone that maybe came from another planet? And here's your headline That's from, this is from the BBC. A the U.S. News. military. Oh, come on. The U.S. military is unsure what three flying objects it shot out of the skies. Great. Well, did you go get them when they fell to the ground? I mean, my God. Give me a break. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was traveling at 20,000 feet. Could have interfered with commercial air traffic, which is why they shot it down, it said. Yeah. Because uh, all these things that the military has seen that we get the rudimentary uh, radar on, where it's like uh, the, the Navy pilots seeing the thing turn weird, then go into the ocean, then pop out of the yeah. ocean. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what those are. We don't. We don't know if there's a, a living thing in there, or it's a drone, or it's a balloon. We How about don't know. this? This is from the BBC. I want okay. to remind you, this right, is that's not real. some stupid website. A military commander said it could be a gas, gaseous, or whatever word that is, type of balloon or some type of propulsion system, adding he could not rule out that the objects were extraterrestrials. Right. So I'm glad you brought up that propulsion, because so this, this is one of the things that the military guys that are on record for these things, right. they're, they're saying when they look at these things, they're the propulsion that we have technological on our planet today is not this. Right. I don't know. And it's a different propulsion. The only thing I would say is there are a lot of really smart people out there. Yes. Doesn't mean someone smarter than what we've developed hasn't done this to scare the crap out of people, too. Right. It could be any of the world government's militaries that are doing these things. No, if you told me China developed something to freak us the F out or Russia did, yeah. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. One of the ways I heard this explained, which is really weird. So they talk about like, uh, you know, for us, for a a jet to fly, there's some sort of propulsion mechanism that pushes pushes the jet forward. Mm -hmm. They're saying these... These things that they're observing, the thing itself is not moving. It's moving everything around it in the same way that if you put a bowling ball on a bed, mm-hmm. the the bowling ball, the bed moves around the bowling right, ball. Right, sure. Right. Because it's too heavy. Right. It's There's nothing in the bowling ball propelling the bowling ball. That, it's that's just how it's heavy. Mo- yeah, that it's moving through. The propulsion is bending Time and the space. atmosphere. Yes. Yeah. Man. This is where we need Neil deGrasse Tyson. But he, yeah, that's good. True. Because he doesn't believe in aliens. He, no, he doesn't. So I'm curious what he would make of these yes. things. Especially now that you've got new quotes from military directors and all of things of that nature. I need, this was the quote from, from China that said uh, China's foreign ministry on Monday said the U.S. has flown balloons into its airspace more than 10 times in the past year. Like, they got very defensive and came out very aggressively. Like, you you shot down our balloon. What about all the balloons you're flying over here? That's what they're saying. Correct. Yep. 
So it's interesting. It is. I'm trying. I need. You know what I need to do is find somebody on Twitter who is following this for like a publication. Sure. Like yeah. I got to find that BBC article. Maybe find that writer yeah. and see if they're giving updates on Twitter. Yeah, I don't. That would be a good way to do it, actually. Because isn't it weird? Like legitimately, the Super Bowl commercials are getting more yes. news coverage than these things flying around in our airspace and getting shot down. Right. Because it doesn't of... sell. Unless you're going to say that it's aliens. Right. That's the way you got to treat it like it could be aliens. Then it'll sell. Right. I, I, you know, to me, I always come back with, why now? I don't know. Why like, now? why are they, why are they I, I think, I think that the militaries around the world are so sophisticated now. I mean, I just told you about hypersonic missiles. If you really read up about them, you, I mean, you'll be shaking how quickly the world could end. Yeah. Like we could disintegrate instantaneously with these things. You're going to, they develop those, but they can't develop something like this. Of course they could. Well, that's the weird thing. Like even saying even the first spy balloon that got shot down from China, that seems like such archaic. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Russia's going to come over here on the Titanic. It's so weird. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like I know. a spy balloon. That is, is your technology. Right. But the fact that it made it all the way across the world and then halfway through our country before, where was that shot at? I don't even remember where it was. Uh, I don't remember. I know there was over. one out of all, was it Alaska? Or Antarctica or snow. Well, that's not Alaska. our country. Right, that's not our country. <laughs> Fair point. That's a great point, Jerry. <laughs> great point, Boomer. Great point, Boomer. Exactly. Yeah, so, so very weird. Yes, it is I'm going to follow. That's what I'm going to do this afternoon. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do this afternoon, That's Jerry. your Monday. You wonder what goes on here on a Monday? You're going to come in tomorrow with all this research. Yeah. And I'm going to be sitting there exhausted from cornhole. (laughs) I also did a very old man thing this weekend. Just this weekend? Yeah. I went through uh, all of my medical records. Okay. Like anytime I would get something done, a procedure, like I've had a hernia surgery, Mm -hmm. I keep all the paperwork and I put it in a folder. Okay. So I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to create a document with all of the procedures I've had. And when they were done, so I could see, for example, when's the last time I had a colonoscopy? Nothing wrong with that. Smart. Yeah. So I did that. I, I, I and basically, I'm a do for a colonoscopy this year. Me too. Want to go together? No, I do not. That does not sound like anything I want to do with someone else. It's disgusting. But think of the public service announcement we could do. Alan Jerry, warm up show is not here today. They're both getting their colons checked. Asses up. <laughs> <laughs> or we do it live from the waiting room. I'm not doing it live. No. Uh, and we have guests on. What do you, for a doctor, why did you want to be involved in the butt? That's a great question. Hi, doctor. Why would you be interested in butts? <laughs> I did find that when I was going. I want to talk to the doctor about the terrible ones he, he comes across. About which? Oh, the bad butts? Yes. There's got to be some scene. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Yes, very gross. Remember when they first started doing them? Like, now it's all... I mean, it is robotic for the most part, and I don't think you get very close to them anymore. But I've got to think when they first started developing this procedure, like, your hand, like, you were right there. And what were they putting in your butt? Like, I don't what was know. The, I don't know. What a did Polaroid it look like? camera. Which <laughs> <laughs> you could send this Polaroid camera in your butt, open wide. Lube it up. <laughs> right, and then you shoot out, you know, like, down the Polaroid, it shoots out the picture, it just comes flying out of your butt, pictures of your colon. Oh, my God. And then you like in the NFL, you put them on a string. And- yeah, <laughs> here it is. They do those. They send you home with your 
pictures your disc, right? of your yeah. this like was a printout of of colored photos of my colon. That's cool though. I have it on the fridge. Why would I not be surprised <laughs> if you did or you didn't? <laughs> it's my screensaver on my iPad. Not expecting company, are we? Al? <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah. I still want to go to the Princeton Longevity Center. I know. I got to call them today, maybe. Yeah. It's just such a pain in the ass trying to get an appointment. Yeah, they want you there all day long. I don't mind that. That's fine. I'll take the day. But give me an appointment. I can't even get that done. They they schedule them out like a month in advance, which is fine. But there's like this tiny little window. I'm interested they have, they, they have in the commercial virtual colonoscopy. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, that me sounds too. awesome. That sounds like nothing's going in your butt. Me too. Except I think they look at it th- with a 3D image, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Why aren't all the doctors doing this? I don't know that it's as... I don't think it picks up everything. Oh, okay. And I think for... I, I See, I don't know. I've got to check, but the way I understand it, we do not have a history of colon cancer in my family. I don't believe so. So I think I would not be in that higher risk uh, category to where I think that one would be okay. And like the Cologuard. Actually, you're, um, you're correct, because when I did look at Princeton Longevity last year, whenever yeah. it was, and I was excited about the... Virtual? Yeah. I the, the, I would not be a candidate for their virtual. Because it is in your family. Because it is in my family. Yeah. Right. Damn it. Damn it, Jerry. I know. doesn't mean you can't Live. have it. If you want to pay for it, you can get it right, done. I can get it. It's just not the best screening for you. Right. Like, for example, like I want to take the, uh, the, uh, the PSA blood test for prostate cancer. Yeah. Which doesn't really tell you if you have prostate cancer or not. It's, it just alerts you of levels are weird. Yeah, right? like uh, those who get prostate cancer, the the levels of the blood are normally really off when you right. get that done. So it's a, a good warning. To me, it's good enough. And I have my dad had prostate cancer, but I'm not going to get someone's finger in my butt, Jerry. Yeah. Until that number comes back wacky. So I'm just going to get possible the blood test. You could have something and the numbers not be wacky. Yes. But statistically, Jerry, I'm willing to take those chances. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to be cocky about your immune system. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be cocky about possible cancer. No, you can't be cocky about your your internals and your genetic right. internals. Right. Take care of yourself, will you? Take care of your chickens, Jerry. Jesus. You think this was a good thing for Rutgers that the, the they kept saying Rutgers University yes. during the Super Bowl yesterday? I think because it's huge. of uh Who's the guy named? Isaiah Pacheco. I think Pacheco, it's big yeah. because now it helps recruiting. Yeah. Like, you know, if you ever, and I, I know you do watch the starts of Sunday night football and Monday night yes. football. I know you don't go much past the uh, the first quarter because of the time the games are on. But when you see when they open up that the game and the lineups and the players are on camera and they're like, you know, John Johnson, Nebraska, or whatever, you hear so much of Michigan, Ohio yep. State, Oklahoma, and for Rutgers to get play like that with the most eyeballs on the set, all it can do is help in recruiting. I mean, it can't do anything. It can't hurt at all. It's nothing but a bonus. I notice it now in the time when I was in Tampa, the University of South Florida okay. got a football team. Mm-hmm. And they had never had one before. Yeah. And now it's funny. Like I'm uh, conscious of it now when I see on an introduction like that, somebody puts from yeah. the University of South I was like, wow, that was like – not even a program, mm-hmm. and now they got guys in the NFL. And that's and so if you're a let's say you're a big high school junior and you're trying to decide where do I want to go, you see that you're like, damn. So a kid from Rutgers can go to the NFL and go to the Super Bowl. Like yeah, like Ray Rice went to the NFL. That's a long time ago now. So and and was really successful before he had his troubles, as you know. Like think about the last big time NFL player from Rutgers, and it's Isaiah Pacheco right now. So I think it's I think it's a great thing, really. And they've got other ones, but 
mean, he was on the national stage yesterday. Did the McCourty brothers go there? Yeah. One of them? Both yeah. of them? I, I think both of them did. Yeah, that was, those were the ones prior to, yeah. like, where I always thought, you know, they were on But again, that's Patriots. like, and I know one of them, I think one of them is still playing and one is retired, I think. But even that's like, it's not, I don't know. This was the Super Bowl yesterday. There's nothing better than that. Right. And he's a young player and a good player. Who and he's had gonna a big be, game. Yeah, and he's going to be on a, a a team with an explosive offense for a long I time. I thought it was great a couple weeks ago when he was huge in the uh, in the playoff game. And he scored the touchdown that was, you know, called back eventually. Like, I thought that was great for Rutgers. I'm talking Super Bowl? Yeah. Even better. I think they said 120 million people probably watched that game. Is yesterday. that right? Yeah. How about that? How about, that's a lot of people. All right, Jerry, I got to go because, uh, as you know, I've got an afternoon filled with uh, doing research on what are we shooting down? Are they aliens? Are they drones? Are they balloons? And what are you doing after 1 o'clock? Well, I plan on doing this all afternoon, Jerry. Oh, my God, Jerry. that sounds terrible. I'm going to come up with a full report tomorrow. All right. Oh, you're out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Where I are you am. going? Uh, it's a medical issue. A medical issue, not Rutgers. And it's not my colonoscopy. When's the next Rutgers uh Road game? I don't know. Where are you going to? I mean, I know miss? we're on the road Saturday. We're at Wisconsin. But tomorrow night is a home game at 8, 8 p.m. God, shoot me. 8 p.m. tomorrow night, then on the road at Wisconsin. Then I think the next two after that are at home. So for Wisconsin on a Saturday night, you'll travel when? Friday, Friday. night? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, wow. Friday so afternoon. Able, Friday afternoon. Yeah, I know, and I know we're at Penn State on February 26th in a couple weeks, which would be well, the following week, actually. So you yeah. do get to, you know, you talk all the time, like, you'll never be, go to Spain, probably. Right. Like, Wisconsin. I'll ne- like you, I would never go. Right, but I'm saying you are going to places that you would never, like, you'd never Correct. go to Idaho. Or Iowa. Or Iowa. Right. But it's cool, like, you're going to be in Wisconsin. I do. Yeah, no. That's kind of cool. I've always said that the, the travel part of this is a blast. I mean, seeing states that I otherwise would never visit. Yeah. You're, you're forced to go, and it's a great thing. It really is. I mean, I think the... The one is probably Iowa out of all of them. Eh, maybe Nebraska. Like those two, why would I ever go there? But I've been there multiple times, and right. it's kind of neat that I have been. Yes. And soon UCLA and USC as well, although I love those. Two. Oh. Yeah, that's coming another year and a half. Nice. That'll be cool. That Maybe that's a road trip I can get you on. Mm, I don't know. I, uh, USC is like in the middle of uh, the bad part of uh, yeah, Los Angeles. but we're Angeles. not going to stay there. Oh, we don't stay. And you're going to in... get bust in. I think that's where the L.A. riots were. I don't want to go over there, Jerry. Okay, you took all the fun out of this. Wisconsin sounds like much more fun. Oh, my God. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Right. So, uh, 